Hey dudes and dudettes, welcome to Story Freedom, the podcast for those who are ready to unlock the cage that you've been keeping your truest self locked in and to open up that door and to truly embrace you in all of your units, whatever that looks like for you. It's time to question the belief systems that you have been holding on to and release the ones that aren't even your own beliefs through the awareness of your thoughts, stories, emotions, and triggers. I am your host, Victoria McGinnis, and I speak from my heart always with honesty, understanding, and most importantly, love. Let's create your story freedom. Hey dudes and dudettes, welcome back to another episode of Story Freedom. And (laughs) I'm like wicked pumped up right now because I'm taking like major action and like what I want out of my life. And so I'm just, whoa, I'm just like super amped up and like, I don't really know where I want this conversation to go. I have like three different topics coming into my mind. So let's see if we can all like bring them all together and just kind of explode with information. How does that sound? Fantastic. It sounds great to me. So, (laughs) so the first thing I want to talk about is I've noticed that all y'all love the interviews more than you love the solo ones. And not gonna lie, that kind of hurts a little bit, (laughs) but also, uh, my fault, I guess, because I gave you like two months straight of interviews and they were fucking awesome. And trust me, I love interviews just as much as you do. And, you know, I'm stoked on it and there's more interviews to come, but there's also more solos to come. So, you know, just letting you know that there's still golden nuggets of wisdom all up in that. And, you know, I don't know, hopefully you can hop back on that train of just Victoria riffing because that alone is fantastic. And, you know, brought you into this podcast in the first place. But anyway, I'm feel like I'm (laughs) felt really weird for a second, but I just wanted to kind of bring that out and say, Hey, I, I feel you. I recognize you. I see you. I see you loving on the interviews more and I, I vibe it. So let me know what I can do to make these solo episodes more fun and interesting for you. So you can listen because honestly, like I think they're fun. I think they're interesting because it's just me riffing and I, I don't just vibe that so much and I'm all over the place. I get it. I got it. But that's just who I am. So it is what it is. And, you know, no hard feelings if you don't listen to the solos anymore. Like, that's totally fine. And I accept that and I allow that to be. Um, but, yeah, if there's anything that you, like, don't vibe with with this but you still want to listen, like, hit us a step. Let me know. My DMs are always open. My email box inbox is always open. Like just speak up, talk. I won't, I, I don't know what I need to fix if you don't say anything. So yeah, that's that. And yeah, on with the show. <laughs> um, so I wanted to talk about, Ooh, okay. Does anybody watch that show you on Netflix? Yeah. Okay. So I want it too. So if you have not finished season two, stop listening right now because I am about to spoil it because there's some really, ooh, there are some good nuggets in that second season and it just is a, a revelational. Nope. That's not the word. <laughs> uh, 
it's eye opening. There we go. I was tr- I thought there was an R word that started like revelational. That's not a word. I think I just said that. But it that word right there. It's just eye opening. So stop right now and you know pick back up when you're finished. But I want to talk about the you season two. And the first season, oh my god, girlfriend, like <sighs> Joe Goldberg. Come on now. Like, you're beautiful, but you're so creepy as fuck. And, like, oh, my God. Poor Beck, okay? I mean, secretly, we all wish we were Beck when they were going down on each other, but also not wanting to be Beck because she gets murdered. But, (laughs) but, you know, I was really, like, emotionally invested in the first season, like, to the point where it was unhealthy, like, fantasizing, all that stuff. It was kind of disgusting and <laughs> really embarrassing to say right now out loud for people to listen to, but such is fucking life. That's just, I feel like we've all been there, right? Like, okay, so I watched New Girl and <laughs> there's an episode where Jess is like uh, talking to this guy about wanting, like giving him a sales pitch to sleep with her basically. And she's like, you know, first first um sexual feelings she said something about a batman thing on a cake and then she's like first sexual feelings was about teenage simba and i kind of i felt that like kind of hard because <laughs> the lion king was my movie and you know when he turns into teenagers you're like hey simba you look fine like mm, i know he's a cartoon but come on who's with me anyway <laughs> so yeah like we've all been there and so Second season, I was like, okay, like, what's going to happen? Like, going in with a clean slate, I totally let go of that obsession and that fantasy living with (laughs) Joe Goldberg, even though he's unhealthy. He's a toxic motherfucker. I get it. But, (laughs) so, second season, okay? You're going through it. Everything's great. And, like, Joe is stuck in a a fantasy land. Like, can we all admit that? Like, he is in a fantasy land. And... I, I vibe with that in a sense where it's like I I live in a fantasy. I live in a fantasy world called Victoria and <laughs> that is the cloud that is in my mind and I fantasize about shit thinking that things are a certain way and wanting them to be a certain way and trying to achieve things in a certain way and you know there's a fine line between dreaming and fantasy like and I'll explain more on that in a second but so towards the end of the season, we've come to find out the chick is he, that he is invested with, named Love, is exactly who he is. And it's like his whole world is shattered because she he put her on this pedestal to be someone the opposite of him, to save him maybe, you know? And he realized, holy fuck, that is not what I want. And, like, his his world is shattered in a sense where he's like, you're not who I wanted you to be. But he's, like, the perfect match for her. And he doesn't want that. And it's like looking into a mirror for him because he's like, holy fuck, girl. Like, you are batshit crazy. But it's like, Joe, you did the same exact fucking things as she did. So why, where do you get off calling her crazy when, bitch, you crazy too. You stalk people. You put tracking devices in people's phones. You get their messages. Like, you do 
crazy fucking shit. Okay? That's like calling the kettle black. Is that? I don't know what that saying is, but hopefully you get it. So I'm really passionate about this because I saw some mirrors in this for, like, for me. And, like, I just made me realize so much shit and it's just it's crazy because they touch on generational wounds and like that is my oh that is my jam generational wounds are a thing and maybe we'll talk about this episode I'm just jamming right now and it feels fucking good hopefully you're vibing with it too so like obviously in this season we also touch like they they touch on generational wounds so fantasy and dreaming Now, I'm talking as someone who doesn't really know the distinction myself, but I've lived through this enough to kind of shed light on it. So, fantasy. I, growing up, my life was not, (coughs) excuse me, it was not ideal. Um, I did have a roof over my head. I did have a mom who loved me. I did have grandparents who loved me. I did have brothers who loved me. I had a family. I had food. I had a bed. I had blankets. I had I had things to keep me safe. And with that said, there were still issues that were there, okay? My dad was not in the picture. And I spent a lifetime, still happening, a lifetime trying to find replacements for that dad figure and the replacement love that I had lost so yeah in the grand scheme of things my life was cookie cutter it was great but I had some psychological issues I had some traumas I had some emotional shit going on okay I did not see anything crazy I didn't see anything out of the normal and I feel like I have to say that because I don't want you to ever think that I think my life was horrible but In that time, emotionally and mentally, I was creating stories that my life was awful. So I would escape into a fantasy world where, hey, if I just find a guy and he loves me, then everything's going to be great. Hello, I got that said guy. I found that said love. I have a family and I'm still unhappy. Okay, not unhappy with my situation, but I'm not happy within me. And that's what is happening. I'm working towards finding that happiness within me and, you know, gaining or getting to that um the um the path of self-love and loving myself so there we go (laughs) so I would create these fantasies these destination happinesses where it's like maybe if I just portray you to be a certain way or put you on this pedestal everything will be great and you will be the person that I want you to be just like Joe does And with that comes disappointment because you're putting expectations on things that one, aren't really there, two, probably will never be there. And, (laughs) excuse me, sorry, I'm like still getting over my cold and my nose is like, but okay. So I think I just found the distinction between fantasy and dreaming so fantasy is more of like you have expectations on shit like tight expectations and if they don't go that way dude you're gonna be disappointed like that's the ultimate that's the opposite of that and so this is where stories come in where you created the story in your mind that 
hey, if I just get this one thing, I'm going to be wicked fucking happy. My life is going to be better. A lot of people put that expectation on money. Yeah. So you're just like, oh, well, maybe if I just have a million dollars, everything's going to be great. I mean, have you seen the lottery winners? You don't hear success stories out of the mega ball or mega bucks, whatever. I don't play um, like the mega bucks winners. Like you, ju- you just don't. They're either dead. They overdose. They blow all the money like they just. That's not going to that's not what is going to make you happy. And what makes you happy <laughs> I can't tell you what that is, but it's like you just have to get happy right now and at peace with where like the way your life is right now in this moment. And I mean, that was me for a really, really long time, a really long time. It's like, oh, well, if I just get this job, I'll be happier. Oh, if I just get this promotion, I'll be happier. Oh, if I just move, I'll be happier. Oh, if I just buy this crystal, I'll be happier. Oh, if I just buy a tarot reading, I'll be happier. And it's like, those things are tools to help you get clarity on what is going to make you happy and clarity on, um, who you are and what you want out of life. Like this is a, this is a process. This is your life's journey. Like all of these things that you want and think are going to give you destination happiness. Sometimes you have to go down that rabbit hole and you'll get, you'll get the bits of information, the learning lessons, all that beautiful, glorious golden nuggets that you need in order to learn and to grow. Like I'm not knocking doing that. Hello, I've done it. I'm here. (laughs) I've lived that way and still live that way in little aspects when life isn't going so great. I pick up the the fantasy uh, perspective goggles and I put that shit on and I live it out. I, I still do that. And, you know, I've gained the clarity, I've gained the knowledge, I've gained the wisdom from doing that. Because even if it's a bad thing, it still has something to teach you. If you allow it to teach you something, if you give, give it the time and the space to teach you something, it will teach you something. Always. Always. And it's like, trust me, if you don't learn it now, the universe is going to keep giving you um, maybe or one of two things. They're going to give you the same obstacle every time or they're going to give you a different obstacle leading to the same thing. And it's like you don't get to know. You just you have the opportunity to learn like that's your responsibility in that dance with the universe. So, I forgot where I was going. Lessons. I totally forgot, but we'll just hop back on it. So, that's what that's what I saw. That's what I took from that whole thing playing out on that show. And in comes in little glimpses of his childhood showing him like showing us and showing him like where this all started. Like the seed was planted in his mind from his mother. Hey, we're going to run away. We're going to go do this. We're going to get away from your dad. He's he's bad. And once we get away, everything's going to be great. Everything's going to be fantastic. And here he is searching his whole life for that. 
Once we get this thing, it's going to be great. And I just realized that's what was happening in my life. Fuck. (laughs) Just a series of running away from your problems. (laughs) A series of running away from your problems and a series of destination happiness. Holy fuck. But we saw that. And that's, that's the generational wound there. That's what I picked up. And then also, like, obviously he shot his dad and, like, a love of something else came up and the feeling of needing to do that to get what he wants. So that's where that comes into play. That's the story there. (laughs) That's the story there. So a lot of us have that. A lot of us have that. Nope, not a lot of us. Everyone has that. Whether it's a good beginning of a story or a bad beginning of the story but we all have that story that we're trying to play out because that is our past experience and you know it could be the same in all of us or it could be completely fucking different in all of us what and I think it's I think it's the in-between and you know at some point what you're playing out now is something that was okayed when you were a kid. And that's how you got a certain thing. That's how you were seen. That's how you were loved. That's how you were X, Y, and Z. But, like, we're adults now. We get to choose. Our responsibility is to see the pattern there And try to connect it to something. And what I've learned is that sometimes what you you connect it to at first isn't the root of it. (laughs) It's like a deeper root than that. Sometimes it comes easy and sometimes it doesn't. It takes work. It takes work to figure that out because what I've learned, because I'm a master suppressor, is that my mind, my body reacts. Like when I get dig deeper, it reacts it it reacts where my mind just shuts down my body shuts down like it just nope not doing it so at times it's easy and sometimes it's not sometimes I'm fighting I'm literally fighting myself to get to the root of the issue and then that's when coaches come in and you say some shit they say some shit back and you're just like oh fuck you're right that's exactly it or a therapist either way both are both are equally as valuable and valid. So yeah, that's what we all have going on. None of us can escape it. None of us can <laughs> suppress it long enough to die. Like, okay, maybe we can. But that's the old way. That is the old way, my friend. And I don't know about you, but I don't want to live that way anymore. And we are given the opportunity every single day to choose differently. To choose differently. And I feel like I should say something really motivational right now, but that is the tea, guys. That's that's the reality of this situation. And I'm sitting here in the midst of it. 
And it's like, I don't have an, I don't have, um, all the answers. I don't have, um, a quote to keep you motivated, but I can, I can tell you sitting here and going over the things that I've done and what I'm doing today, I'm at peace. I'm at peace with whatever comes my way because what I want out of my life, what I'm asking for, this is the process to get there. And I'm okay with that. I, ex- I allow that. I accept that. I accept it to just, I allow it to be and I accept it for what it is. And then I can act. Then I can move forward. Then I can change. Then I can do something different. I've noticed that when I <laughs> when I want to manifest something and my perspective on manifestation has changed drastically since I first heard about manifestation because when you first hear about it you're like, "Oh, well, I manifested like $60,000 and I did this and I did that." And you know, I started that way. I'm not going to lie. I was like, "I want to manifest a million dollars." Oh, girlfriend. Little did I know that once I asked for that and I'm like, I want to manifest that, it started the, it started the process. It started, it almost started the process of like me finding out if a million dollars is really what I want or like the process of getting to that million dollars. I don't really know. I'm still in the middle of it. I asked that like three years ago. Yeah. I asked that three years ago, but, um, you know, I would also assume, like, once I declared it and wanted it and asked, I assumed it would be an easy road to get there if it was meant for me. (laughs) I feel like there's also that facade out there. Um, Yeah. And, like, it's going to be a road of, like, full of happiness and golden opportunities that I knowingly know that I need to do in order to get there. But it's, like, in the midst of it, you don't fucking know what you're doing. Do, do any of us know what we're doing? I don't. I'm, I'll admit that offhand. I don't know what I'm doing. And it's like, when in reality, it, I mean, it it could be that way. It could be super easy. It could be all the things. But it's like, it is like, that road isn't all knowing. At times it's dark and it's a road of healing Like if you truly want what you asked for and it's truly meant for you, it's going to take you down that path. Or if you ask for something that's not meant for you, it's going to lead you down the road of accepting that what you're going through is what you need to in order to leave the situation you're in. And it's okay. It's okay to get either one of those opportunities and like go down fighting. That's okay. (laughs) That's okay. Because at least at the end of the day, you know you gave your all for something that you believed in, even if it's, it's not meant for you. So I'll just add this with the manifesting. 
Whenever you want to manifest something, welcome whatever it brings. Because it's leading you down the path that you need. It's leading you down the path that you need. Because it's the process that makes the person not the thing that you are wanting to manifest. That thing at the end of the tunnel that you're wanting and craving, quote unquote craving, because it's sometimes different than that, it's not going to make you the person you want. It's not going to get you the happiness. It's not going to get you the healing. It's the process that it takes to get there and the process it takes you on that is going to lead you to the person that you want to be or need to be, I should say. So that ties back into the fantasy living. That one thing that you think is going to make you happy It's probably not going to make you happy or happier. Especially if you're not happy right now with your life. (laughs) Dude, you got to be grateful for what you have now and be happy with what you have now. Because all you have is right now. And I'm not saying dreaming is not okay. I'm not saying that visualizing the life that you want is bad. (laughs) What I'm saying is is you do that and you be grateful for what you have now. Because what you have right now is going to propel propel you. That's the right word? Yeah. It's going to propel you. I don't know if that's the right word, but <laughs> I'm getting jacked up on that word. But it's going to excel you f- to that place. Where you are right now, And the choices you make and what you want to do in this moment is going to get you to where you need to be. And sometimes what you want and what you need are the same thing. And sometimes they're not. Sometimes they're not. And that's okay. Because in that process, you get to learn what is valuable to you. You get to re... um, re Redeclare your intentions. Realign your intentions. And realign with you. It's like there's a lot of moving pieces when you're going after what you want out of life and making your dreams come true or come to reality. And it's like most of the time, fuck, I lost my train of thought. There was a chunky squirrel outside and I got wicked excited about it. Sidebar, in the winter, there are chunky squirrels and they make me so, so happy. Like I can't even explain it. But every time I see one, I'm like, oh my God, you're so chunky and hibernation and you're eating your little carrots outside or whatever's outside. But side. Whoa, totally made me lose my train of thought. But, yeah, just allow your life to unfold. 
and accept where it takes you. Accept where it takes you. If you don't like it, if you're not happy, then act. Do something different. Do something different. Being stuck is a mentality. I truly believe that a majority of us aren't truly stuck in what we have created. And it's like it's it's just a low I it's a low vibe. Like example, like some some days I feel stuck in motherhood. <laughs> Anybody else feel that way? <laughs> And it's like, I'm not truly stuck. I'm not. I get to make it what it is. I get to make it fun. I get to make it easy. I make. I get to make it softer. But when, I, when you're in the mindset of stuck, that's frigid. That's stagnant energy. None of us are truly stuck. We have the ability to freely move. And I get it. There's some, there's some complications that come with that, and every situation is different. And I, I get that. But it's like we still have our minds, and I don't want it to be a prisoner to the chains of my past anymore. I want to free my mind. So when I look through my eyes in, a pre- in my present moment, I can see it for what it is. I don't know how to get there. I don't know what that looks like. But that is what this journey is to me and why it's so important to me and why I do this podcast and why I'm creating story freedom into something bigger. Because I know... I know there are people out there like me who are stuck in the story loop. And those little seeds that were planted in our minds when we are just kids, they've really grown. There's roots in there. <laughs> and it's like that's what my healing journey has become, a journey to story freedom. So my mind can be free and I can be be present because I don't want to wait till the next lifetime to do it (laughs) I want to experience that in this lifetime Mm. can I just say that was a really beautiful episode because I I was jazzed the fuck up to start this episode and I didn't I had no idea where I was going to go with it I had a topic and I just went and it all came full circle, like, mm. spirit, universe, God, mm. I feel you. Thank you. Thank you. And I hope that that was something that you needed to hear because, like, that's just where I'm at right now. And there's no shame in, no shame in that. Ugh. So, 
Are you living in destination happiness world? Are you living in your now? Is that a dream or a fantasy? Because a dream is something that should empower you and help motivate you to take inspired action. My experience of fantasy is something to keep you stuck. (laughs) Keep you stuck in the loop of hoping and (laughs) wishing and the what-ifs, the should-bes. We all got choices, friend. What are you going to choose today? Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Story Freedom. I truly hope it has helped you unlock your cage a little bit more and has helped you break the chains of your past. I also hope it's helping you build a new foundation of truth to stand on, your truth, and is helping you stay present in your current moments and to enjoy your now. I am so fucking grateful you listen to this podcast and you support me on this journey and that you also enjoy me as your host and enjoy the beautiful souls I bring onto this show with me. And I would love to see you and to connect with you and to vibe with you. Come kick it with me on Instagram at Value Victoria or at Story Freedom. And if you want to work with me, you can find me on Patreon, www.patreon.com slash storyfreedom. Come be a part of the Story Freedom movement. This movement is about creating your own unique Story Freedom journey and embracing your individuality and bringing that to life. Until next time, my friends, stay Excelsior.